Welcome to Porsche Pattern with Bracken Helms, the show where we hear Bracken and his distinguished guests from the Porsche community patter on about Porsches and all things automotive. Porsche Patter is sponsored by Circuit 64. Circuit 64 creates authentic automotive apparel made for like-minded automotive enthusiasts. The links for Circuit 64 are in the show notes. Okay, let's get to it. Michael Wilhoyt of Wilhoyt Enterprises. If you don't know what Wilhoyt Enterprises is, just think of like a Canepa, someone that buys low-end rare cars that are hard to find. He has now died, so I can't be doing any follow-up interviews. This was done a long time ago, back in the PCA newsletter days when I was doing the PCA newsletter. So I just did this over the phone. I always appreciated him because he always took my calls and text messages because he was not an easy man to get a hold of. I mean, even though his secretary supposedly knew I was calling in, you can still hear that she wasn't going to send me straight through. I think it's a good interview because he's driven all the cars. He knows, you know, I can sit and interview someone that reads magazines, but he's driven all these cars. So I figured he'd be a good person to talk to. He's been at it forever. The only thing I didn't like is the fact that like when he answers questions about what he thinks about certain cars is, I mean, sometimes like the 928 has a story, the 930 has a story. Some of his cars have stories, but you also notice the way he answers questions is kind of based on value of the car rather than, oh, I love this car. It was one of the best cars I've ever driven. I just meshed with the car and we became one. It's like he kind of bases how much he likes cars by the value of them. It's too bad that he died because I would have loved to have done more follow-up questions. Because like I said, this was back during the PCI days of newsletter. I mean, I couldn't put that many questions in, so I didn't ask him that many questions. Anyway, here it is. Good afternoon. Can I speak with Michael? Oh, let me see if he's available by telling his calling. My name is Bracken Helms. I'm sorry? First name is Bracken, last name is Helms, H-E-L-M-E-S. Okay, regarding which vehicle, sir? It's not about a video, it's not about okay. a vehicle. Okay. All right, one moment. Michael Wilhoyt, how are you, sir? Good, how are you? I'm good. You kind of sound like your dad. Oh, really? <laughs> what can I do for you? All right. So, what is Wilhoyt Enterprises? Wilhoyt Enterprises is a childhood dream of a guy that wanted to drive Porsches he could not afford. And that's how I got started. That was my dream, but nobody would hire me to sell cars because I was too young. So, I got a job at Thompson Sales Company as a Pontiac Cadillac dealer, and I changed oils and ran people home until I got old enough to be hired by a Chevrolet dealer. I sold cars and did real good. I worked up to assistant finance manager. Assistant manager and, and finance manager and did so good, but I was working 80 hours a week, and uh, I got tired of it. So uh, one weekend I flew to Asheville, North Carolina, and bought a Porsche Turbo, brought it back, sold it two weeks, quit, been doing this ever since. Sounds kind of similar to my dad's story. <laughs> Yeah. We've known each other for 30, 40 years. Yeah. Okay, so um, what cars do you work with? Uh, 95% is Porsche and a few 
Ferraris and Aston Martins and Mercedes and stuff like that. But my main focus is Porsche. That's where I've made my money. Are you in California, Bracken? Yeah. Yeah, you did, and I've known each other forever. We've done some great deals. So Willard Enterprises started out as something a kid wanted to drive a car he couldn't afford. And that's how it ended to this. And we always stayed with the air cool cars. And then I had a 928 save my life. June 5th, 1981, on a head-on at 70. I loved that car, and I promised myself that I'd make that car famous, and I have done so. We've made the 928 market, the GTS market, high as it is, by accident, actually. Just by asking big money, because we found out what, they only made like 35 speeds in 95. They only made 44 in 94. In 47 and 93, nobody knew that at the time, so we started getting those in that asking big numbers for them. Now, Ferrari's doing the same thing, and other Porsches are doing the same thing, because most ever all these other cars are, are F1s. Yeah. So kind of did it by accident, actually. Yeah. But it's my 41st year in business. What do you like about the manufacturers you work with? I think they make a fabulous product. I mean, they make it easy for me. And to be quite honest with you, Porsche dealers have made me rich because they hire people that don't know anything about their product. They don't know how to take care of people. And they once they get with me, they stay with me. <laughs> I mean, they really do. They got order takers. I mean, these new Porsche dealers only stock what they unload off the factory. They don't have used stuff normally. Yeah. Every now and then somebody will trade them one. Your dad and I have to get out there and beat the bushes to find this stuff. We're the ones that earn our money. You know, and I've just got my niche, and I work my niche. Now, I mean, I've had, I've got, well, I've got right now an Acura NSX, an 05, the last year they made it. I bought it because it has 1,000 miles on it. I've got a 40th anniversary Corvette convertible, that purple car, one owner, with 1,600 miles. I do some stuff like that, but I'm not in the Lexus business. I'm, you know, if somebody wants to buy something, you know, I'll try to find it if it's not too much trouble. Like last night I drove a uh, Aston Martin uh, Vantage Home, Six feet lowered. Oh, it's just my kind of car, black like. And today I'm driving an Aston Martin convertible. And tomorrow I may drive a Cayenne GTS. That's what I drive most of the time. Oh, really? Because it's a, you know, you know, it's a poor, I mean, you get tired of the small cars. I do. I just want to get in and go. You know, it's not, I used to be when I was younger, you know, driving, drinking, and hunting, but I'm not doing that. Going back to saying about product, what, what I like about the product, it's really been good for us because, especially in the last few years, I mean, Porsche is the only car you could drive and turn around and make money on it. For example, four years ago, I owned this turbo and I owned, I owned it for 85000 He put 600 miles on it, and I wrote him a check the other day for 205000 So, and you don't think he's not happy with me? Yeah. So Porsche, I mean, they make it. They make it easy. I mean, they make such a great product. Yeah. And the later model Ferraris are okay, but the early ones are junk. And the reason they got low miles is because they don't run long enough to put any miles on. So the F430 is a great car for no money. You can buy one for 115000 and an 05 and newer F430, which is one of the best buys in the world as well. Now, the 96 and 97 turbos have got so expensive, they've kind of hurt my thoughts a little bit, but that is just what the market's doing. But one of the best buys in the world at the time was the 96, 97 turbo because we could buy it for 85 grand. Now, not so much. I got 175 and some and 200 and some and some. And, but the Ferrari at 430, 
last one I bought, I gave one twelve for it in a black car with 9,000 miles. Great car, so. Are you in Northern California? Where are you at? I'm in the East Bay of, you know, right um, east side of San Francisco in the East Bay. Okay, I've, I've sold cars in Marin County. Okay. That's about right where you're at. Yeah. So, um, how long have you been in the business? I think you already answered that. It was, would you say, 40 years? 40 years. 41. <laughs> but I'll tell you this funny story. When I first went to buy that turbo, my wife and I flew up there to buy it. And I remember getting in the car as a black 3,000-mile or 4,000-mile turbo in 1976. And I grabbed the steering wheel, and I remember saying to her, I can't believe I'm in a $25,000 car. Yeah. Corvettes were six thousand then, so that was a lot of money for a car. Now twenty five thousand won't buy you a vacant wagon hardly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So the next question, I think you already answered. Why did you get involved in the car business? You wanted to be with cars, and that I've was. I've been a car freak since a kid, and I was all—I was a muscle car guy. I'm a Pontiac guy. Trans Am. I bought my first Corvette brand new in 1973. I still have the window sticker. I bought my first Pantera in 1973, and I've still got the window sticker. But I've always been a muscle car guy, a Pontiac Super Duty guy, a Ram Air Ford Judge guy. And then for, after I bought that first Porsche, and I liked it so much, plus it got great gas mileage, and it was really a great car. I just That's just where my niche fell into. I don't do a whole lot with water-cooled cars because they're not a good buy. They're a lot of car for the money. But like I sold one this morning, uh, an 07 Twin Turbo, 33,000 miles for 72.9. That's a great buy. He just totaled his... 96 turbo, but it had a million miles on it, and he still got 110 for it, so he put 20, 30 grand in the bank and has a car that's actually a better car. How has your business changed or evolved, or any regrets you may have? Uh, I really don't have any regrets other than the last two or three years hanging on some of the cars that I sold to them now. Because <laughs> we could have tripled our money, but as far as any regrets, you know, I don't have any. We've got a great following. We do a great job. We're known all over the world. And you can Google us up. What do you like about your job? There's something different every day. You cannot plan your day. Okay. I mean, somebody will show up and want to buy a car. Somebody will show up and want to talk about flowers. I mean, it's something different every day. I'll hear from your dad. I'll hear from somebody else. I'll buy cars. I'll do this. It's like not even having a job. But it is stressful. I mean, if you got, you know, it, it's about, my overhead's about 40000 a month. So, you know, you got to make some money. So it is kind of stressful. And, and people, a lot of times, don't represent the cars properly, and you got to do a lot of stuff to them. But just every day you get up, it's something different. Yeah. One day's a real estate day. Like yesterday, I sold one of my pieces of property for a million dollars. Yeah. Didn't sell any cars, but I sold a million dollar piece of property. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, everything's different. And you'll always do better if you like what you do. What attracted you to Porsche? Uh, performance, quality, control, looks. The big fat turbo fenders just blew me away. Okay. And so they made the product. They made it easy for us. Okay. I mean, to sell a product like that's. I mean, if we had to create our own product, it'd be in trouble. But I mean, Porsche made us a product. Yeah. Now, we did have to educate ourselves in a lot of ways because we learned a lot of stuff that our grandma and our mother didn't teach us about which cars to buy, not to buy, 
you can't buy an average car. You can't make it a nice car. You need to buy as nice as you can and ask all the money. I've never had anybody pay me 75000 for a car I has 50 cars. So we always ask all the money and then negotiate from there. And whether you sell that car or not, it depends on how soon you can replace it. Like right now, C2Ss and C4Ss are real hard to find. So if you can't make a decent profit, you don't sell it, you wait for the next guy. Yeah. Okay, we kind of started getting into this. Where did your appreciation for 928s come from? I hit on collision at 70 miles an hour, June 5th, 1981. Okay. In a non-man, non-airbag car, I had a head on 70, killed him. He was a drunk driving down the wrong side of the road. You can Google it up. Yeah, I looked at it. Broke my wife's back, paralyzed her from the waist down. She ended up dying from that and diabetes. Sorry about and that. And I walked. If you see the picture from the doors back, you'll think the car's never been wrecked because the engine did what it's supposed to. It broke the frame, dug into the ground, and it was all over. He yeah. was drunk driving down the wrong side of the interstate, 10 o'clock at night, no lights on, and I was the lucky guy. Yeah. And so I said, you know, I'd be, if I was in a, a Porsche 911 or a Ferrari, I'd be as dead as Columbus. Yeah. So, I mean, it saved my life. So I've used that picture so a lot of 928s, but the real 928 is a GTS. I mean, that's the car. And that car is question. Some say you're responsible for the renewed interest in the 928s. about the air-cooled and water-cooled debate as far as the 
Right. I can tell you in three seconds. Matter of fact, they just landed in this country. Uh, 2016 Ferrari F12 TDF. TDF? He's in Tom, he France. Oh, okay. That is fantastic. There's less than 200 cars coming in. They uh, they look like a Ferrari GTO in the back behind the window. Right. They have 800 horsepower almost. They're light, and uh, that's the car. List is about 550, and you'll have to pay two to three hundred two to three hundred thousand over list to buy one today. That'd be the car, regardless of price. I would own. Okay. What is the next fun car you see yourself owning? Okay. I'm going to buy one if I sell my house. Okay. Uh, I've had, you know, I think the 430 is a great car for the money, but, you know, I can't drive anything every day. I've got to change. I'm a variety guy. Yeah. But I would tell you this I would take the the X12 TDF over the 918 Porsche any day. I'm just not an electric motor fan at all, but I'm sure they've got their, you know, their pluses and minuses, but I'm just not there. Okay. What's your favorite air cooled? Well, it'd have to be the 96-97 twin turbo or and or the 79-930. Okay, favorite water cooled? Favorite? Well, boy, I don't know. Oh, I can tell you what it is. I just had one. GT3 RS 2016. Kind of orange one. That's a race car for the street. That's my favorite. Um, what do you like about selling Porsches? Well, it's, it's you're talking to people you normally couldn't even get to the door with. I mean, the guys are zillionaires that buy their stuff, and there's normal people as well, but they'll, you'll always be connected with them because of the Porsche car. Yeah. I mean, I've got guys that won't take anybody's phone call, but they'll take mine. Yeah. Because I'm talking about Porsche or the car I sold them or something, they might have mine. So, I mean, it's the mystique. It's the Porsche mystique. Plus, you got to remember this mystique. Porsche brand saved my life, man. Right. Wait till you see that picture. You can Google it up. I've seen the picture. Of the wreck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you like about the air-cooled cars? Uh, they're old school portion. Okay. What do you like about the water-cooled cars? Uh, they're a good car for the masses. Which vehicle would you buy? At a, if you had to buy a, a Porsche at the dealership, a new one today, which one would you buy? Um, what model or series Porsche is your favorite? I guess it might. 930 turbos and 993s are my favorite Porsche line. And I like the GTS too, but if I had one to put away, it would, I wouldn't put a GTS away. I'd have a twin turbo or a 79 930 is what I would have. Okay. I mean, a GTS 5 would be bigger if you know, you're rich and you've got plenty of time, but if I had one car to choose in the Porsche line, it would be a turbo. So it'd either be a, a low mileage, the last 50, 79, 930, or it would be a 97 uh, twin. Okay. Because I think the 96 and 97 twin turbo is a world-class car, and it's so docile, you can drive it like your grandmother or drive it like Dale Earnhardt, and it, it never gives up. So that would be the car I put away, because the first time I saw a turbo Porsche, I just about lost my breath. That was 1976. Thoughts on Porsche today, kind of with all their, you know, it's a lot bigger company than it used to be. Well, today's Porsche is just a Porsche for the masses. 
today's world are 90% of them are not enthusiasts. They're just drivers. They want to go buy a new Porsche. They want to be able to say they have it in their driveway. Your enthusiasts will buy a 98 and older all the way down to 67. Yeah. What Porsche is doing now is making Lexus cars is what they're doing. I mean, I have people call every day and say, I want to get rid of this water hauler and I want a real Porsche. They make good cars, but they don't have good resale value. And they're too plasticky. They don't sound like a Porsche. They don't look like a Porsche. So, in a lot of ways, Porsches kind of stepped on their foot. But they're doing that for a reason. They want to appeal to the masses where they can sell more cars, make more money. Okay, um, I get, this is the last question. What gets you excited? It doesn't have to be car related. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. This gets me excited. I'm not done yet. I, uh, Lisa and I got married in St. Thomas. So, our house is going to sell soon. So, we're going to charter a. Gulfstream 550, which is the best business jet you can fly and fly ourselves to St. Thomas for a week. That's what we're going to do. I'm excited about that. Otherwise, I've done everything else. I've never done that. I've been in private jets, but I'm going to charter the best one out there. I don't, and it may cost $60,000 each way. Don't know. Don't care. That's what I'm going to do. That's on my bucket list. Because I've owned every car I wanted to own. I've never had one I couldn't be without. Okay, well, that was the last question. <laughs> I hope it was helpful. And nice to meet you. Yeah, nice talking to I you. Think, I think a lot of your dad. So uh, we're some of the old boys that uh, are still doing it, and we can trust each other. A lot of these guys out here don't know a damn thing about Porsche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good talking to you, man. All right, thanks for your time. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, comment, like, and share with your friends. Feel free to send questions or suggestions to the email in the description of the show. Special thanks to our sponsor, Circuit 64. Goodbye for now. We hope we can get together again for our next episode. Now get out there and enjoy the cars and the people.